Okay, here we start. One second, maybe I should get this one under the shirt. It might be a bit easier, nicer, or something. Um. Okay, now we need to check from the beginning. One, two. One, two, three. It's not much better. I think it was better outside. later in my life and I uh, put your phone on at least silent please yeah. it, is. it is silent okay we are starting this is what we are having um hello and welcome to Naftel the experimental podcast yeah the experimental podcast I have nothing more to say to that uh, we will have in this podcast all the time different things, different um, activities, and mostly cool things that I, that I heard or saw other people doing. And I thought, like, oh, that seems so much fun to make. I would like to try it at least once. Maybe I would even get better in it, but probably I would just have fun once or twice and continue with my life. After hearing the podcast... Dear Hank and John, or Dear John Hank, as uh, John like to call it, uh, and they are just answering listener listeners' calls. Uh, it seemed so much fun, so I thought like I would ask my friends to send me questions, and I will try to answer as best as I can. I send a lot of people a request. And they said, no problem, we are sending it right back. And no one has sent any <laughs> question. Um, but... And so that's the end, folks. <laughs> yeah, that was a very <laughs> short one. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> but I'm not a person who gives up that easily. So I asked Isabel uh, also to collect a question. She said, I have a few questions of my own. I have no clue what are the questions. And... Uh, Therefore, I didn't uh, got ready for that, and I got no information. None whatsoever. And let's try. You're going in totally unprepared. Yes. All you have is life experience. All I have is life experience. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think if we would print a mug, I think this is the mug that we are going to print. Like, all we have is life experience. <laughs> That's it. So all but he had was enough. life experience. Like it could be a, how do you say it? Um, I written on a tombstone. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's everything and nothing. Yeah. It's nothing and everything. Okay, so shall we begin? Yes. Okay. Um. So our first question. Come from Isabel. Just like all the questions come from me. <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> but yeah why not i'm here so i showed up that counts for something it counts okay. for a lot yes all right so we start with this question how do you decide the proper size to cut vegetables when you're making a meal so is that enough yeah actually okay. this is an amazing question First, because I'm eating for many years now, <laughs> That's and, I, <laughs> true. <laughs> and I had opportunity to think about it, 
and I'm also working in the kitchen and I'm also sometimes cooking other people's place and I see how they cook mm. and what utensils like bowls and things they are using and mm. um, so the simple answer is depends on what size of let's say um, bowl pan you are using what kind of knife you are using because sometimes uh, the size of the knife indicates not indicates directs no there is a good yeah it might even limit how not limit but influences not all influ so influence but uh, direct I don't yeah, know it directs your decision yes Maybe the tools available to you something like if uh, uh, the I don't know if the best but one of the examples if you want to cut a tomato mm. but the tomato is a bit softish and your knife is not very good you cannot mm. make very thin slices so True. it is obvious yeah. or if you need something for a uh, frying it might be that uh, too thin of slices it will just make a mash and mm. if you want it it's good but if not yeah so as we said before the model is experience it's much easier to decide what size of uh, uh, chunks you want to have i prefer chunks that if someone is coming and uh, passing next to me he, they can take one and eat and it will be satisfying okay because if sometimes if it is too big they will not take because it, it seems like they are taking too much or if it is too small it's not comfortable to grab mm. okay um, so finger food is close to your heart I never thought about it, but maybe. But the fact that you, while while the processing is going, mm -hmm. it's easy to uh, to still do something. I see. Yeah, this is especially important if you work in a kitchen and you want to have an occasional snack. This is the whole point. Why to work in a kitchen if you don't want to have an occasional snack? Seriously. And it should be the proper size that you feel satisfied by the chunk that you take. Um, yeah, it's quite reasonable. There is days that uh, I was working in the kitchen and I I was um, deciding how to walk in the kitchen in relation to what I wanted to munch that day because there was here carrots, there was a bit fries, there is something. So at the end of a five-hour shift, I was pretty full and satisfied. Mm -hmm. And also did good work while doing that, but... Uh, yeah, you found the most efficient path to complete all your goals. To munch my way to through life. Through. Very good. Um, is that answer your question or do you have like something more specific about what no, vegetables No, it's very interesting. I've heard other people answer this question and they took it in a different direction. They were kind of obsessed with um, which like carbohydrate you're eating the food with. And so they're talking about like the size of the vegetable should perhaps be different in a rice curry dish compared to uh, pasta with tomato sauce. Interesting. You the know? viewers cannot see it. The, not the viewers, the listeners cannot see it, but I'm shocked. Like, I never thought about this direction at all. <laughs> like, okay, I'm For interested. them, that was like the main, the main argument. And also, like, the amount of juice or, like, liquid in the meal might determine maybe if it's juicier, you want to have bigger chunks because then you can, like, break up your chunks and they absorb liquid um okay and what else they also said time is a factor 
If you're preparing something very fast, you cut it very small so it cooks fast. Assuming you're a fast chopper. True, true. Assuming you have the right utensils. So I think when they answered the question, they were assuming that they had like perfect situation, all the utensils that they needed to have, make any possible um, vegetable mm. cube size or however. Yeah. Okay. For, so for them, it was very dependent on the particular dish. Interesting. So in relation there, saying that we have a dish and this is what we're making. And mm -hmm. I'm saying this is the situation in relation to the situation I'm making what I can do with it. Yeah, right. So it's really different perspectives. But I like it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Very good question. Okay. Our next question comes from our listener, Isabel. <laughs> Hello, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next question, this is even more personal than the last question, which was already very personal. Mm -hmm. What is a weird thing that you like to do if you find yourself home alone? What is weird? Okay, what is a weird thing that I like to do when I'm home alone? Yeah, like sometimes when I'm home alone, I feel like a kid whose parents haven't come home yet. And I'm like, oh, I could do literally anything. Nobody's here, you know? So. Okay. Okay. So first, just to have it out of the way, everything that relates to strange or sexual or something like that could be, but we're not dealing with that. Mm. Um, but I think the first thing that I would do is uh, I will make mess. I would just like have like a shirt and I would just like hold it in midair and leave it and just like mm. let it drop, let yeah. gravitation do its job and mm. just put things wherever they are. And I know that every time that I would go past this pile of clothes, I would be super happy. Yeah. That I would be like, Life is good. I also it enjoy... It absolutely doesn't matter to you. You're not disturbed by it in the slightest. Nothing. Yeah. And at some point I will be disturbed and then I will move it with my feet a bit and I will be like, <laughs> this day was amazing. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that is, I think, the also the minute the people are coming back, I really enjoy organizing and getting things back to its shape. Uh -huh. So I'm just... Having, I'm eating contrast. both of the cakes and being happy with yeah, them. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah, and it's nice when you're alone. There's like all these small, tedious things in life that you don't have to worry about. Suddenly exactly. they disappear. But it's good to have also people in your life who then keep you, um, keep you in the right way, make you shape up once in a while. Exactly. Get organized. This is why we are choosing them. Like we, they will shape us in a nice way, the, the mm -hmm. way that we would like. Yeah. But from time to time, it's nice to have a vacation. Mm -hmm. um, what more things? Um, maybe not plan at all. Like I, I really like doing my chores, that let's say internet chores and cleaning, and just uh, I would go to the kitchen. I would see, okay, there is so many dishes let's clear my mind while doing dishes. So I'm starting mm -hmm. to do it. And then I remember that I really wanted to send an email to someone that I haven't sent for two weeks because it required thinking, but now I thought about it. Mm -hmm. So I would just like stop everything in the second. 
Mm. I will go, I will write. After yeah. writing like half a paragraph, I thought like, hmm, there was really a, a, like a, a sock that I left somewhere on the couch that I really wanted to fix. Mm. This is the best time to fix it. I will Has go. to be now. Has to be this moment. Yeah, I will take, I will go and take the thread and the needle and then I will see that there is a plier. And I said like, I really wanted to do something with a plier like and to deal with metal wires and I will just go and do that. Surprisingly, the amount of things that I wanted to do is not endless. It's really long. Mm. I, and if I'm giving enough time, let's say about minimum four hours, maybe more, mm. I will come to that, that there would the dishes will be clean, the mm. email will be finished, the okay. socks will be done. But it requires that nobody stops me in the middle and says, like, can you do that? Or can like, it should yeah. be like a very clear flowing. Yeah, I see. Uh, and it might be weird. I don't think like, it, the minute I'm thinking, what is weird? It's getting... Yeah, I mean, I guess weird, it doesn't have to be weird. I, I was asked yesterday a question, do I talk to animals? And I found it, like, do you talk to animals? Um, a little bit, but not nearly as much as other people. I thought it was a weird question because I thought like everybody to some extent talk yeah. to animals and talk to objects and talk to something. That's true. Um, do you feel like you can trust a person who doesn't talk to animals at all? Maybe it's a bad sign. Even if so, I wouldn't know a bad sign for what. I would let's say it would be peculiar. Like why would why wouldn't he talk? Does he have something to hide? Maybe no empathy. Hmm. Maybe difficulty connecting. Or maybe he has all the answers. So like. Yeah, we don't need to ask anything. Mm. As I yeah. said, I, I would I will just note it that there is something, but I, I don't think that I will have any change of behavior or anything in relation to that. I was just like, hmm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that was the question about weird things. Weird things, so do you do at home? Okay. Um, so, what do you believe will be your peak age? Like where you, you'll reach... Um, I don't know if you think of this. Your answer can also be, I don't believe in this at all. Um, One second, let's see if I can give you something else to play with, and not the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I take this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mixed up. Yeah, so if you think in your head that there will be a time, we were talking about this earlier a little bit, if you think there's a time where you will have really accepted yourself, in your situation and it won't be tiring to be yourself anymore so if you can like you have a vision of yourself in the future where um all the problems little problems that you have now or big problems now aren't there and you think this will be really like your future is waiting for you in this time Okay, interesting question. First, I really it's like your questions. No, it's really easy question. Oh, good. good, good. Your questions are easy and good, like to understand. Mm. Um, first, how I understand, first, when you started my peak or something, mm. uh, when I started to learn art and education, uh, a lot of my fellow students wanted to be the best they can, that they emerged the world and be glorious artists. 
And for some reason I said like with myself, I didn't expect any major creation. In a way, I will explain what is major creation before age 80. Mm. Like this is my scale. Like I, before age mm. 80, I will get better. I will do important stuff. But, yeah. but in a way like my, the creation that I can imagine like hit the reality and just open like mm. break the reality apart. Uh, will not be. Uh, it's not that I'm I'm waiting until age eighty. I just need to work until age eighty. Yeah. Uh, so that automatically makes my scale much more easygoing, and I have space to continue. Now, in relation of not being worried about small things, and um, if you would ask me ten years ago. I wouldn't have an answer at all. I would say like, I, I hope for the best, I don't know. Uh, now I'm saying that I'm very close to the point that, uh, that I'm cool. I even thought about making like a tattoo at some point, like now I'm cool. <laughs> well, I, I remember. I have arrived. I'm now cool. <laughs> Something like that. I remember, like, I wanted to make a tattoo, and I said, like, but tattoos are stupid. Mm. Like, not all of them. We're not opening this conversation, yeah, but it's a different conversation, huh? Yes, but I thought, like, uh, it would be nice to have a tattoo. But if I think tattoo is uh, stupid, so what should I do? So do something stupid. Do like something what? Stupid. Fight back. <laughs> not fight back. Let's just like follow. <laughs> and then I thought, like, why would I make it a two? Because I think it's cool. But I wasn't cool before, but now I'm cool. Done. There we go. Uh, but I still don't think that I'm cool enough. Okay. In a way that I'm relaxed enough. I know a lot of the mechanism that works me, mm -hmm. work, operates me. And mm. um, for example, um, while I was in therapy yesterday, mm -hmm. uh, I needed to explain what my expectation for from a therapy and I said that in the past I could say for example I was uh, depressed or heavy something's not working I have like tension with people or and now I I know that if I will not send emails and messages after seven in the evening I would not be in such a place because after seven in the evening I'm making mistakes ah, yeah. like intention like the energy emotional intense yeah. intensity or just I'm mixing up dates and then I need to fix it and then the easiest is just not doing it yeah so I collected a huge huge bag of uh, say small habits that makes my life much easier and nicer yeah. mm -hmm. um, so it's not because I got older but just I had an opportunity to collect the life experience. The life experience that you I will take myself, I take it to the grave with me at yeah. some point and write a book or so that might help someone else to have. Yeah. How was it? Um, reading a book is thinking with someone else's brain or mind. Mm. Uh -huh. Okay, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. Okay, does, nice. Does that answer the question? Yeah, I think it answers the question. I mean... You've got really good progress, I would say, in in your life. <laughs> Top marks for progress. But at the same time, you also have this very, very long goal that you don't expect yourself, you don't put pressure on yourself to create something amazing 
anytime soon, you recognize that maybe some things you need to learn really over a lifetime and maybe with 80, yeah, you've arrived at a conclusion. Just to do like one nice movement would be nice. Yeah. There is a story. Uh, I of them, how was it? That I think the emperor of China wanted the... Uh, a picture of a rooster so he called the, the best of artists and to his chamber and said like i would like you to make a picture a painting of a rooster and uh, the artist said i would be happy to all is good he was bowing everything was and he said that he needs a, a, a studio and he will come back in one year so he came back after after one year and said like i need another year I haven't finished yet. Mm -hmm. So the king says, no problem, go, come back in one year. He's coming after another year, he's like, I think I need another half a year. And um, I, he's, the king says, no problem, go, but he sends his uh, espionage, like his spies, to see what's going on. And they are coming back and he says that the place is full with beautiful uh, <laughs> roosters, like many, many. Each one is so specific in itself and amazing. And the artist is doing like three strokes, like one, two, three, and like there is like another amazing rooster. And he's really working all day, but he already have amazing roosters. Yeah. So they're like dragging the, the artist back and the uh, emperor ask him, asks him, we have like so many roosters, like just three strokes and you're finished and beautiful. So why do you ask for more money and time? Like I'm trying to cheat me or something like that. And said, no, but it should be just with one movement. Okay. So he tries to simplify and simplify and perfect. In a way, but so for the observer that it's already good. Yeah. It doesn't matter because he knows that it should be with one and just like he's mm. stealing three, he managed to... Yeah. And, and that is kind of cool. So getting down to the essence of something. Yes. It's really a process. And it takes money and it takes space and it takes like to push the government and it takes to deal with everything because we need to do what we need to do. Mm. And that is kind of cool. Yeah. And I'm getting better with it. Um, painting the rooster. One second. One so, <laughs> what is your answer to the question? I'm interested. Like ah, um, my answer is very short. Thirty-seven is my peak age. Is my plan for my peak age? How do you know? I or why thirty-seven? I think I decided that when I was like nineteen. I think because. Um, for me, I think being physically active is a huge part of who I am. Um, and I think I'm a little bit hyperactive sometimes. I do too much. So I'm thinking like at 37, somehow everything will like meet in the middle. Like I'll still be quite active, but I'll be mellowing out and I'll have like enough experience. Um, to know, yeah, to know myself or know how to live a good life. And so I think everything is just like meeting perfectly in a prism at 37 and then starts getting worse again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but just like, I like to, I like to feel really 
really strong and like I can do anything physically. This is like, I think a large part of who I am. And so I am afraid of getting older and not having that feeling like no matter what situation I'm in, I can get myself out of it. I'll find the energy or just I feel like to feel unstoppable or invincible. So I think everything is going to be meet for me perfectly. So 10 years from now. So you're expecting a huge crisis in 10 years? Not a huge crisis. It's going to be my high point. But then it's going to get worse slowly, slowly. Okay. <laughs> and you think you'll be cool with that, like slowly losing your abilities and... No. No, it's like it might be a... <laughs> I probably will be prone to midlife crisis. Nice. Knowing myself. Do you have any plans for your midlife crisis? Um, yeah, good question. I should start planning it now. It could be a lovely midlife crisis if I plan it properly. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> Send yeah. me an invitation if it's something like... Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like, like it could be like it starts with a party with like the midlife crisis party at mm-hmm. 37. Mm-hmm. Uh, if because you have 10 years, if you're uh, thinking of a very specific location, you can already like let's say plant 37 trees or something like yeah. that, like it will just grow to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be um, maybe a full year of activities, yeah. That at the end of it, you will be so tired and, and you say, like, Okay, I need to rest now for the next year, and then it will be like. This is the, the complete... So I ease into my mm-hmm. old age of 38, 39. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think most things in life that maybe you're a little bit afraid of, if you put thought into them, you can really turn it around. Or like if you change your perspective. Like I think my birthday last year, I was worried about it. You know, I didn't... How old are you? 27. Now I'm 27. I was worried about it um, because at this time I felt a little bit alone. Mm-hmm. Or it was like being far from my family and not having like a significant person in my life. I felt intimidated by having a birthday. I was like, I'd rather just skip it. But in the end, as you know, I found a crazy way to celebrate with my friends and to like see everyone that I knew on can that day. Can you explain? I can't remember. There was a, there was the a listeners cannot of, remember. So there is a series of challenges that my friends were invited to participate in um, in my office. So it was like open house all day long. People could come by and we had different elements. We had juggling. We had some throwing ping pong ball into various bowls. We had trivia about Germany, a lot to do with agriculture and forestry and different football. The answer was specific numbers or percentages. Very, very specific. That if you are not uh, majoring in that, you have no clue what are, yes. what is the answer. And uh, it's educational, educational purposes. And it was um, inspiring to see how much you enjoyed giving bad grades to people. Like saying like, oh, I'm sorry, that was like, you really tried, but it's not good. Yeah, it was a very difficult grading scale there. Oh, yeah, people had to guess how many nuts were in a jar. And there was Pictionary, like drawing (laughs) Mm -hmm. different clues. So in the end, it was something that I was really worried about that day. 
But I sat myself down and I said, no, there's a good solution to this problem. You just have to spend some time thinking about it and you'll find it. And I think that's so often the case that if you're feeling really down, you just have to change your perspective. And you, yeah. Cool. And get enough sleep also. Yeah. So. Okay, so maybe your crisis will not be big if you have like, yeah. If you know already that yeah, you need to have more sleep. Yeah, I know already that I'm worried about it, so... But you already know that you need more sleep. <laughs> yeah. You already know that you can change your perspective. Yeah. You have, like, in general... Like, you have a supportive family. Mm. Something. You are starting as a healthy person that knows that you are overdoing it. And in mm. some ways, it could be that you would be happy... At, that it wouldn't... At 37, it would be a point. But say, like, okay, now... This is the mark that I'm letting myself go a bit. And that would yeah. be like your present for 37. Yeah. You don't need to do so much anymore. Yeah. Nice. That's a good point. Yeah. We have all the tools we need. Uh, when, uh, for me, when I was uh, actually a lot of the time, not like sickish or weak or not focused or something. Now I'm so much better than how I used to be. And I have a thing that things are getting better and I'm getting stronger and faster and li more limber. And mm. um, so I'm sharing, I have like completely different experience of yeah. how life goes. Yeah. Um, I asked my father recently if he could go to any age that he was in. Yeah. Which, which age yeah. would it be? Uh, he's now 70 something. Um he said 40. And I said, why 40? And he said that he was already knew how the world worked. He was relaxed and the body was still functioning. Yeah. And they're like, huh, okay, maybe it's the sweet spot of... Uh... Yeah, the sweet spot. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But yeah, I think it... it and you understood it, it what, longer. at age 27 or before? Yeah, I understood this. I think my plan at maybe 19 or 20, I said 30, 37 will be my peak. But I'm already... Very intrigued by the 20s. I mean, I think late 20s is also a really nice time to learn about yourself. So what recommendation would you have to someone that are just getting into their late 20s? Let's say they are 19, they are thinking, ah, life was super sweet up to now or mm -hmm. not, but what can we expect from, uh, or what can we hope to achieve in our 20, 20s to late 20s? Yeah, I think people's experiences are so different from one another. But I would say, based on my experience, or for other people who maybe feel worried, like uh, everything is going downhill, or now I'm a working adult person, you know, my life has a certain path and there's nothing I can do about it. I would say that actually you have... Many people in this world, not everyone, of course, circumstances are different, but actually you have a lot of freedom to try new things. And there's a lot of things that I hadn't tried. Even as an adventurous person, there's a lot of things that I hadn't tried until my late 20s. Like what? Um, yeah, like with the music now. This is something I really started with Corona and um, suddenly I had more free time. And I had always been, like, afraid to... Pl like, for me, violin was always something serious that I took lessons and 
was stressful and I played for my family, but like none of my friends ever heard me play, really. So I had this really super weird relationship with the instrument. And then finally this year, um, I said, what, like, what is, what is there to be afraid of in just playing with your friends? Fuck it. Like, what is the worst thing that could happen? You just have to do it. You'll get used to it. It'll get better. And, and it has. And I think there's so many things that we, it's, this is, sounds trite, like it sounds like something people always say, but there's so many things you don't do because you're just afraid. And you really miss opportunities if you don't do things, try things out of fear, out of fear of not being good enough. Um, so I need to work with that idea more. I think I still have a lot of fear, but I'm, I'm working on it. Next question. Next question is, comes from our listener, Isabel. <laughs> yeah. So. I have many questions, I see them. Yeah, but they're not all as good as... You never know. You really never know. Okay, so you can always say, like, skip. I don't want to answer that question, but... Um... I'm taking the answer to my grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's a doozy. <laughs> What is your favorite place? Whoa. It's so general. There is so many yeah, different... Like, really one second. Like, mm. It's a bit cheesy. Mm. But if I need to clean it from... What do you mean place? Da, 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 like so mm. many questions. Is probably the answer would be right here, right now. Mm. that uh, when I'm doing the right thing in the right way and I'm not carrying anything with me. So if I'm playing with a kid, like in a pretend that we are flying between stars about like under a blanket or something mm. like that, this is what I'm doing. I'm flying between mm. stars and this is what I'm doing. If I'm working in the kitchen and washing dishes, mm. I'm washing dishes if we are talking now. So my favorite place would be When I'm even even I'm, when I'm sick and I'm just sick and I'm not trying to do anything else, I'm just with the, the nose plug, the no energy. Mm. It's quite enjoyable because I'm. This is how it is now. Mm. So you're very good at being in the moment. Let's say practiced and and I know that this is the the nicest place for me. Mm -hmm. uh, um, other than that. I enjoy people that I like and in that way it doesn't matter. The more that I'm thinking of it, I enjoy spending time with my sister, uh, mm -hmm. with my young sister. Um, when she will come to visit, we will eat something, have a nap, eat something more, talk a little bit, very easy going. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember I have horrible, in general, horrible Not luck, let's say luck with bureaucracy. If I can make a mistake, I will make a mistake. If yes. someone else that I don't know needs to make a mistake, they will make a mistake. And we were on our way to, um, to Estonia to do some bureaucratic things. But from the flight from Israel to Estonia, we stopped in Latvia for connection. Mm. But the door was locked. We couldn't go through the connection, so we went, need to go in Latvia and outside. 
and we missed our flight. Mm. For me, it was un- not unusual that something just because someone maybe for arbitrary reason just closed the door, mm. and now my change or my life has changed. Mm. Uh, but for my sister, it was like it's horrible. How can you run a country this way? Yeah. Uh, and what I told her. I plan to do bureaucratic things in Estonia with her. I don't care if we are standing in this line or that line. Mm. I'm here to enjoy my time with her and the yeah. bureaucratic activities. Um, so my favorite place is here and now and preferably with people that I like. Yeah, it's a good, good perspective. I think that people have a tendency to Like some people live in the past and some people live really in the future. They're always thinking about the future and some people live in the present. And it's so, it's so different. You really notice when you spend a lot of time with somebody. Like I've had like bosses, like I worked with this one farmer who always had all these crazy schemes, like different projects to try. And he was really good at finding money from different sources to fund his projects. But he was living so much in the future all the time. He was thinking about what we could do, what we could do, and not even what we were doing now, like not even the projects we always had. It's like his brain was always running ahead of him. Um, and I think I have much more tendency to be in the past, but now I'm trying to work on just being in the present. What do you mean being in the past? I really love to like spend time thinking about the past and like reliving nice times like times I spent with people that really felt really felt right or when I felt really just that everything made sense or like really beautiful places I visited that just affects you so deeply just like a landscape or like moving through a landscape or I don't know. Okay. I, I sometimes have, yeah, I have dreams where I go back to really special places to me. And I just like moving around in them and exploring them. Nice. And I love when that happens. I wish I could dream like that every night. But If you could uh, practice that, would you practice to have those kind of dreams? I would love to, yeah. I think it helps if you, during the day, you think about those places more often. It helps train you a little bit, but um, like I lived in Vancouver for um, like nine months in university and I loved it there because it was like, there was very, you know, you have like an island where the biggest part of the city is and there's a smaller island that's a beautiful park, Stanley Park, and all around this you have like this, these harbor areas where you can bike and there's beaches and then like where I was living on the university was like up on this high plateau where you could like look down on all these harbors in the city and the park and then to the north you see North Vancouver you see these huge mountains and whistlers like there in the distance and just um, I think for my brain like I'm very like spatial information is really interesting for me and I can remember spatial things very well like the relationships between places And I don't get lost so easily. And I just... So anyways, I have... I used to bike all through all of these areas, like everywhere in Vancouver. When it was like a nice sunny day, like unusual, I would just bike for four hours and just like explore. 
and so the best dreams I have now are like I'm back in Vancouver and I'm exploring and I'm finding new places actually that don't that didn't exist in reality but like I'm creating them together with the places that I know and this is oh I love this okay so a few things like first actually last one and I would like to make not this podcast but another one we would call it uh, something like uh, a tour guide in imaginary Vancouver mm. and I would just like you tell me where we're starting and just mm. I will like take me around and I will ask questions from what you are telling me and, and I would like let's go here what do you mm. have there and uh, I, I would be happy to see to mm. take a walk in your memory mm. yeah and uh, cool. uh, that is one second I thought I had an experience um, that uh, I, I'm interested if you also share in some way Mostly when I'm tired and let's say I'm riding in, uh, driving on a road or something and the scenery look like an old scenery that I know from could be a different country, a different mm. place. My brain is like forgetting for a second, like, you which one? Is it Australia? Detached from the moment, like, where am I? <laughs> exactly. Is it Australia? Is it Israel? Like, what, like who am I? What am I? Where am yeah. I? Yeah. Oh, I love this moment yes. where you're like so disoriented. <laughs> Yeah. But in some way, it requires so much um, experience and education to be disorientated with so many because you need like a relatively a, a big image bank of yeah, how things true. could be. Yeah. Okay, so it is nice. Uh, um, and I had another thing. No, you answered. I thought like to ask like how do you remember or how do you walk in your memories because my mo- memories of the past are not that vivid and access to me yeah I think I take a lot of pictures or I have taken a lot of pictures in the past and I spend a lot of time looking at pictures I've taken I just love to revisit places Um, but yeah I don't know. I think in in dreams, your mind is in another state and it's so creative, that place. I I don't know how it'd be so nice to have control to access that super creative part of your brain, but it's amazing how you can have such vivid dreams. And I couldn't have that just in reality talking to you. I mean, we could try, but... um, Okay, it doesn't have to be as vivid, but I'm just interested to see, like, walking through memory... And if it will also be a proper uh, podcast and you have some nice pictures from that area that mm-hmm. we will talk about, I can put, uh, put them in uh, uh, the Facebook page of Naftel or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We might have to put some music also. For sure. Because in this time there was music I heard every time. And it's like really connected, you know, like the images and the... The landscape and the music it's really that's the feeling for me whenever i revisit a special place that i visited i always have to have the music that i was listening to at that time like together i really like to pair these things cool it's so emotional i don't know for me for sure yeah there is a song that uh an israeli song that I remember hearing while I was flying to, I think I was visiting Russia or Azerbaijan or something. I remember the moment that I looked 
from the window and there was like a line of the song about that uh, like um, losing the wings of the airplane while I was looking at the wing of the airplane mm. and it automatically it connected for and since then it connected to the feeling of uh, traveling but leaving something behind mm. um, I don't know podcast wise if we can broadcast the songs but we can, ah, yeah but mm-hmm. uh, let's see like it's technical yeah. technicality and technical issues or worst case uh, we'll just talk about the songs and put them in uh, links mm-hmm. in the beschreibung uh, yeah. how in do you say beschreibung description yeah. <laughs> the problem of living in germany speaking the advantages of living in germany yeah. having like more specific language that uh, yeah combination but also like most of the people in our social circle now they also mix german and english so whenever we leave this place we're gonna have problems because now like the way we speak is very i don't know i have friends who i really speak half english half german and it works well mm-hmm. and there's some terms i just prefer to use the german term like bauwagen bauwagen is nice yeah um so i think it will be yeah it'll be hard to leave because then you'll have to readjust your brain and it's, it's sad i like to combine german and english the good news that you probably will not dramatically readjust your brain but people around you will readjust themselves too i i wish that would be the case but i find i adapt so fast to the people around me Like if I hang out with my cousins from the South in the US, the way I speak is probably changes within two days. Because <laughs> it's so like addictive the way, yeah. you know, the way other people speak. It's so easy to slip into that. When I was around 20, I went to England uh, and for a few days. And um, I went to convenience store and the owner was uh, Indian with a very heavy British Indian accent mm. and I and I don't have my own English it's just my English is a mix of Hebrew American from uh, movies a bit of mm. from wherever a bit of com- computer games like yeah. and when I was speaking automatically I had a strong accent like the guy in front of me and I just couldn't stop I, yeah th- there was nothing to go back to it just like yeah and I felt it so uncomfortable and I tried to do it as easy going like I'm not not imitating him yeah <laughs> uh, nowadays it doesn't happen that much this is why I'm saying I saw mm. that uh, when I'm talking with new people I'm also having like words from different languages yeah I can say like uh, something is surprising say honto Like in Japanese, like really. Okay. Uh, but uh, people who like experienced travelers are most of the time not stressed about the different languages. No. So like, okay, we know more or less. We don't understand the word, but yeah. But you can, you can understand a lot without. Yeah. Without knowing anything, just by reading people. Yeah. So it would be sad to lose like some communication, but we are gaining much more, yeah. getting more complex. Yeah, but I really want to keep that with me if I ever leave Germany or leave Witzenhausen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose that, you know? I, I hear the sadness in your voice even to think about this option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, when I came here, the I, the prospect of learning German was so 
absurd. It seemed like way too hard and what a ridiculous idea. Why did I even move here? <laughs> Questioning everything. But now it's like you invest time in something, you grow to love it, and then, yeah, you can surprise yourself. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we're not on topic at all. Next question, because the topic's, topic is really important. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I have to say I'm not super happy with my other questions. Could no, we... I'm interested. <laughs> Now I'm interested. I was interested before, but now I'm interested. Oh, I want to find more like... I want to think of stranger questions, really. For if you have for next time or when yeah, we finish, but give me the next question. I'm interested. Like what is a, not a good question? Okay, so anyways, you you edit this in the end. Probably to some extent. Depends how much energy I would have for okay. it. Um, what is your favorite house chore? Like, it's something that you really love to do. Actually, it's a good question. Okay. I am... Um, first, I think it's washing dishes. Preferably, <laughs> like, uh, it's not that I enjoy, like, that there is always dishes coming. But mm. as a chore, especially if there is a lot of it, and especially if there is place to dry it, and yes. I can just pile it up. I think the highest that I managed to pile a, a pile <laughs> was, I think, one meter and five centimeters. Oh, my God. And just to make it... Were you getting up on a chair? <laughs> no, no, no I, I didn't I got to this point. I need a bit more uh, solid base because yeah. some of it is glass in the middle. So like... Eh. <laughs> uh, Does that work? <laughs> it works, it works. But I, I really like this um, chore because I'm taking something that has memories. I remember the food that I ate. Mm. And then I'm cleaning it and making it ready for a new thing. And mm. this practice... Tune my brain to in very slowly and indirectly to let go and be ready for the next thing. Okay. So that is my first. My second favorite uh, is brooming. <laughs> like sweeping. Yes. <laughs> because especially if it looks a bit dirty and just brooming and then seeing it was much dirtier than before. And then like, oh, I managed to find all of this and it was so easy. Yeah. Yeah, it is satisfying. But like, think about, so we're looking at my floor now, mm -hmm. which is a disaster. It's, it's not a disaster at all. Like, quick lens, no, I see no. a leaf, a dry leaf. No, no, what I mean is this is like the worst type of floor to sweep ever. It will not be satisfying at all because look at all these cracks and crevices. It's a wooden floor with like small gaps between the boards and also like where the nails were screwed in. Are like small depressions everywhere so this is like absolute nightmare to sweep yeah it would be better with a vacuum it'd be better with a vacuum but it's a shame because i really also love sweeping and vacuuming it's just totally different feeling it's like not as satisfying it's not no you got this loud noise and this thing you're dragging around but in relation to the competition of who has the worst floor hmm. i was living uh, when i was living in israel in tel aviv area and I was living in a very old house that was made from uh, uh, sea sand and seashells and like ah, super old and everything cool. was broken. And because um, 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 there was two plots and uh, two houses in the same plot, mm. uh, one the 
the people that uh, owned the place died and uh, gave it to their children. The children, some of them died and gave it to the grandchildren. So there was no way to sell this place easily. So there were build, 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 mm. big buildings around and nothing on that plot. Oh. They even made the road around it because they knew there is no reason to wait for them because it will take another 20 years if so that something would happen. Um, the floor was like a small hill because the, uh, the wall slowly sank in and the middle was a bit higher and okay. it was, how do you say, the marble? Uh, tiles. Tiles, marble tiles. So there was a cracks between them uh, and there was like sand from all over. Yeah. And at that point, me and my girlfriend at the time even bought a washing machine and we decided to have like, how do you say, insurance, insurance for... Uh, Three years, so it was like the only shiny things in the house, standing on more or less a pile <laughs> of sand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and after that, it really calibrated to me, like, what is a reasonable floor? What's well, a reasonable floor? <laughs> <laughs> so this still fits into the category of reasonable. I wouldn't even notice this is not reasonable, although when you are saying that, I can see why it will be annoying and not satisfying. Not satisfying. But also, it's... I think a lot of dirt kind of disappears into this floor, so you also don't notice it so much. <laughs> also good. Also yeah. good. But really, this floor is also not straight. No. I was shocked. Like, it looks actually more normal in this room with all the stuff in it. But Although it goes you see... like, there is like, here it goes and here yeah. a bit. And like... But when you're standing in this room empty, it's like super trippy. Like, when I uh, first got a, here, because I'd never like been Like a in, blanket fortress that things are not straight. Like, yeah. like it should be straight. <laughs> I'd never been in this room when it was empty before. And I was shocked to come back in here after, because I lived here last summer. But it was never empty. Um, shocking. So, but yeah, I'm kind of used to it. Nice. Mm -hmm. And when I sit here on the bed and I look out the window, it's quite a beautiful view. You don't see the parking lot when you're sitting. <laughs> yeah. it is really nice here I think so yeah okay next question or you want to add something more to this one no I like your answers I, I have to say my answers are super similar to that question I also like um, hanging up my laundry to dry mm -hmm. why um, I think because I'm excited that soon I'll have fresh clothes to wear so it's like, ah, yeah, it's coming. You'll have a nice selection. I can understand. Um, and I also like, I try to put all the similar things, like I try to find the perfect place for everything. And I try to find a place for everything where when I'm, when it's dry and I'm picking it up, it'll be like super fast. Like all the underwear I do like, like all in a row. True, so and all the, true, so all the true. All the t-shirts together and the socks nicely. And like to organize it nicely before because you know it will be so much yeah, fun to take it. to take it. So it's like such a lovely simple task. I really love simple tasks. Actually, it makes your brain feel good. In my home, the place to hang the, the washing, like the wet washing, wet clothes, is a bit crooked. And I think every time that I'm coming to it, it annoys me a little bit and it takes some of the fun. But now yeah. that I'm talking, I understand like how much I like it and this thing annoys me. So I might just buy a new one. Yeah. And just finish with it and enough. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, because why? Yeah, why that's not enjoy nice. such a pleasurable activity yeah. to the fullest potential? Yeah. Very good. Okay, next one. That was actually... Okay. I think there might just be one more. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is like something that me and my friends used to always talk about when we were like kids. Um, like what animal you identify with. I need to think about it, but my guess, sloth. Sloth. I, you know the name for sloth in German? Faultier, like lazy. Faultier, lazy animal. <laughs> also in so Hebrew, easy. I think it's something similar. I yeah. come from the word lazy. Um, I remember that I heard that, that this is one of the, like a very old creature that, uh, um, and, uh, and I thought to myself, how did he manage to get away from predators if he's so slow? Mm. And my funny answer to that, he was so slow that the danger just went away. Okay. Uh, and in some way it is true in that one, just like, yeah, like going, he's not moving that it's easy to see where he is and yeah, what he's so doing. so it could actually be an advantage to be so slow. Yes. And, uh, and I like it that he's somewhere between cute but with long nails. And also mm. he's really slow and like a strange combination of, yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's like pretty cool that something like that can exist. But I don't know a sloth in reality, so it might be that uh, my how I perceive. Mm. Um, is there animals that I know in reality that connected? Let's say by the Chinese calendar, mm. I'm a dog. That's okay. that. mm. And I remember reading it, and I said, like, yeah, it, it, it makes some sense. In relation that I really like uh, home and I have tendency to be very loyal in my, mm -hmm. my in my way and a lot of those um, and when now I have a small dog and I see how she behaves I can understand her very yeah. easily yeah I can also understand cat I, I have a cat in a different life mm -hmm. but uh, uh, but I'm not a cat in that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, you recognize that you're different. For example, I, when we walked, we went for a walk with uh, Luna, with a dog, and mm -hmm. there was a few people in the forest, and she's like walking, checking, like you see, like checking everything. But is mm -hmm. here, everything is cool. I can have fun. Yeah. And I know that I'm also like that. It doesn't matter that if in my group there is new people that I'm not very close at. The minute that they're in my group, they're under my responsibility and yeah. and, and I'm... So it could be that from the animals that I know, maybe a dog. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Yours? It's... Uh, oh, I also have to think about it more. I think my opinions probably have changed. But it's it's interesting how there's some things that are so stereotypical, like cat people and dog people. And so it's like, it's not even worth talking about it because it's such a stereotype, but it's really true in the end. <laughs> That's the problem. That's why it's, it's such a frequent topic. I can always tell the cat people. They're so much less concerned about what other people think of them. Yeah. Or like, yeah, the group dynamics and yeah, 
I'm kind of envious of cat people, but I'm definitely not a cat person. Yeah, but you can learn a few traits and say like, okay. some things from cats. Um, what was it? Um, side note, and then I will come back. I remember that I've seen um, pictures of wolves and dog wolves, like really big dogs that are half wolves or something like that. And then I understood what's the difference between them, mm. between dogs and wolves. Wolves have the look of like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's not, I'm, I'm not trying to please you. I'm not part of your conversation. I'm just, I'm not sure about you. No. We are not, they are not wagging their tail to show that they are happy. It's like. Yeah. I, True. That was on the side. But I first, no, there's two things. First, what is your animal? Yeah. I mean. Or what was your animal before uh, you needed to revise your questions because now you are older and wiser? I don't know because I think I more tend to think of animals that I really like or would like to be similar to, but not necessarily. I don't really know what I am, you know. Like so, I would like to be a moose, mm-hmm. you know, because they're so powerful and they have such unbelievably long legs and they're just like have you seen a moose in person no you have to go to Sababurg, this um mm-hmm. tier park they have some there they're just incredible their legs are so long because they eat some leaves from trees and bushes um but it just would be like a different perspective on everything and they look so clumsy and awkward and um they're quite dangerous because if they see something like that's dangerous to them, they just trample it. <laughs> it's like such a clumsy strategy, but I don't know. And I like the landscapes where they live, like up north in this forest that really feels really pristine and it tends to be pretty cold and um, just like this forest in the north, the east of the U.S. and Canada is really feels... When you're there, it feels really invigorating, like it just gives you life, this forest, I think. Just the smells and the quality of the air. So I think I would like to live there like a moose. So to that, first I've seen a picture of a moose a few days ago, and it seems like uh, uh, a child with not many skills tried to make from clay a deer. Yeah. And then it's all bulky and all yeah. something, even the, the uh, horns, the, the antlers. 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 And uh, so I can understand <laughs> it. And even when you say, let's like, try to mash it, like, because everything looks like a bulky. Yeah. Um, and like their joints are all like, like awkward knees, but, and just bony and strange looking. So I will go with another question. What would you think would, or what was, or what would you think would be an animal that would represent or would be close to how it was when you were younger? I, so my Chinese animal is um, monkey. Cool. And I always really thought that was great. I don't know much about the Chinese monkey. Tell to our listeners. <sighs> I also don't know what the traits are anymore. I think I wasn't so concerned with the 
specific words that they say, oh, monkey is this and this and this. But I just like the idea of swinging through the trees, I think. Um, eating bananas and nice. eating insects out of my friend's hairs, stuff cool. like that. Yeah, I just can imagine <laughs> the lifestyle. <laughs> and yeah. Did you, do you know the book Monkey, A Journey to the West? No. A old tale Chinese something. Uh, can I do a bit of spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's about uh, um, a stone monkey that was born at, on the peak of some mountain. He just looked on each direction mm. and went to the world to make his shenanigans and slowly learned to be uh, responsible, probably. It's nice. I don't know. I read it in the right time. Monkey so it, goes to the west? A, what is a it monkey, called? a journey to the west. A journey to the west. Okay. I, I read it and it just came in the right time so it was easy to for me to read but sometimes I, I read, tried to read books and it was unreadable because it was not the right time anymore yeah okay. and so no promises but maybe it's perfect maybe it's the yeah right yeah time like if me. you have some uh, connection to monkeys and uh, oh I do I do mm. nice nice yeah Okay, so more or less, probably I had more things related to animals and some things, but this yes. is the end. Do you want to add something more? I think we've done a lot of good work today. Ooh, so much good work that I will try to do a, as mediocre work as we can <laughs> for the next week or so. Me too, I mean, don't want to push at, it. <laughs> at best, mediocre work. <laughs> Just so when we look back on this week, we can say, oh, that was really a high point when we made that podcast. Yeah, we got to our peak. We got some... to our peak. Now we're in slow decline. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, if you are hearing this podcast and you would like to take part in it, and you think to yourself that you would like to send questions, find out how to send a question. If your question is... Interested enough, interesting enough for you, you'll find a way. Probably in our Facebook page, Naftel, or my name is Barak Bendov. Find me somehow and send me something. And if for some reason you think that uh, I should do something completely different, because not that, I, I don't know. I should, uh, I don't know, send something. I'm really easygoing with new ideas and people that play along. And uh, cue the music. Ha <laughs> ha